Hello, Manly fans. Tiffany and I will be back soon from our holiday hiatus. In the meantime, please enjoy this discussion I had with the composer of our show's theme song and its beloved holiday derivatives in this special Behind the Music mini-episode. My guest today is Brian Den Hartog. You hear him every time you listen to Mainly History because he is the writer and performer of the beloved Mainly History theme. Brian, welcome to Mainly History. Hello. Good to be here. It's uh, it's great to be able to talk with you about your, your work. And so uh, just for our listeners, what is your musical training? Um my musical training uh so i i am i suppose you could say i'm classically trained i went to i did go to music school music conservatory um actually as a as a jazz uh drummer i play drums as my main instrument and i i love it but while i was in school you know i kind of fell more into composing um and less performing and so uh as i as i left you know, the school environment, um, that is what I focused on more. And so I've, I've done, uh, you know, composing as my um, main musical output, uh, you know, since my school days. Okay. You've written, your compositions have appeared in other venues, right? Mm-hmm. I have done some, yeah, I've, my music has, I've done some other podcasts. I have done um, some short films. I've done commercials. I worked with, um, there's a period where I was working with some music placement agencies and got some, you know, did get some music, uh, you know, that appeared in some commercials. Uh, I wrote a score for a uh production of the merchant of venice uh a live oh, very production. cool <laughs> um which was cool they, they wanted to do sort of an updated uh modern score um of the merchant of venice so that was with a lot of electronic instruments and stuff so that was very cool so yeah i've, I've kind of done um whatever I've, I've worked with bloggers who you know who have made um you know cooking videos or or whatever videos that have appeared on their social media channels um so kind of whatever is interesting and what and you know it's a, if it's an interesting project and uh you know i can get behind it and um and it's exciting to me then then i'll usually uh usually hop on board very cool and is there besides this theme uh is there a uh, like a commercial or something that your music has appeared in that people might be most familiar with? Um, I don't know. There was a, there was a commercial back in, uh, I guess it was the 2016 election, I suppose is when that, that made the round. It was a, it was a Facebook commercial. Um, so I don't know if it appeared on necessarily TV or if it was just on their social media channels, but it was, um, I did, uh, that and it was, it was, about election season. Um, and so it was sort of this oh, okay. uh, patriotic type of March that they wanted, uh, sort of in the vein of stripes. 
Um, oh, nice. Here I was wondering and, if it was going to be a hit piece where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Brett Tomlinson no. <laughs> hates your kids and yeah. he hates your neighborhood. Dun, 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 dun. No, it was it was more, uh, you know, it's fun. I mean, it's insane looking back now. But it was more even it was more even balanced than that. And it was more just, you know, them trying to basically say, hey, you know, come to us for information on the election, which in hindsight uh, <laughs> is very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh. I've done some commercials for, for Honda. Um, oh, wow. I've done uh, a Heineken commercial. Um so, you know, I don't know. This is, I haven't done them in a, in a couple of years. So I don't know if anyone would be familiar with them. And you okay. know, commercials, you kind of tend to, you know, they, they fly in and they fly out. So I don't know if they would leave much of an impact, but yeah, but yeah that's probably the, the highest profile stuff. Okay, cool. Your inspiration. So I, I picked you. So full disclosure, I, you know, uh, you're married to a, a good friend of mine, Nora Schlesinger. And so that's how we, yes. we know each other. And mm-hmm. I knew of that's your, okay. <laughs> you, that's great. That's, I know it works out for everybody. Um, and so, you know, I knew of your, your artistry through, through Nora. And so I approached you when this show was in its infancy, asking if you'd be interested to do this. And so when I approached you, I'm wondering, so what was your, your kind of inspiration for how you, how you thought about the process of writing this theme? That is, that's a very good question. Uh, so, I mean, usually when, you know, anytime a project comes along, you know, and it's this, it's, it's mainly history and it's other projects. Um, I am one of these writers or composers who tends to uh, noodle with it in my head for, for quite a while. I don't like, I don't get to writing uh, right away. Um, okay. I kind of, you know, tease it out in my head for, for quite a while. Um, and what I'm doing is I'm usually thinking about what, what the project is, what the music's, uh, function is going to be in it. Um, you know, essentially how the music can help support whatever story is being told. And so in this case, I was like, I remember, you know, when you came to me and you, you, you said, I'm going to do a, a, you know, a podcast called mainly history. It's going to be about the history of Maine or historical topics of Maine, of course, my first thought was, you know, and it's a, it's, it's a theme song. So, you you know, you first think, okay, there has to be, you know, there has to be some sort of ear catching theme that is hummable, that's going to catch people's ears. So I know that. And then I'm thinking, okay, mainly history. Uh, My first instinct was to go to a place of rustic, you know, wind Mm. through the leaves, uh, you know, acoustic guitars, uh, and and historical sounding stuff um that was my first instinct um when when we started discussing this project obviously for anyone who has now listened to the theme for the past couple years uh it's not that at all but that is where my first (laughs) uh my mind first went and um and that is of course just you know thinking okay well i'm gonna you know get inside this this podcast, you know, this podcast's story, um, and try to support that as best I can. And I think I remember so we had a conversation of- that like, cause the, the trope for some history podcasts, yes, it's like just some very undistinguished kind of tootly fifes and like drums oh, yeah. and, it, yes. and I wanted not that. And like the, yep. I mean, the vibe that I love about 
this theme is that, and I think people who know me will say that it is somewhat reflective of my sensibility that I bring to this podcast is it's kind of upbeat and kind of bumptious, you know, jaunty even uh, in, in the way that it brings you in. And I, I think it's just great. It gets me. So my my wife, Robin, who our, our guests know from her occasional appearances as like beer taster and such on some episodes, she knows that I'm in the process of finishing an episode when I'm editing everything in and she can like hear me and see me like waving along as the theme music plays in as I'm making sure that it that it sort of overlays over everything. Uh, she yep. knows that I'm ready to publish an episode <laughs> and I still do it every time where I'm like, yep. And that's like my little ritual of like sending this off into the ether of like yep. having that. And so, well, that's, that that's great. Um, yeah, no. So, so, you know, one, the, the next phase of, of really any, you know, any project and certainly this one again is, you know, after I'm sitting there noodling it with it in my head and I've thought, okay, I'm going to come up with this rustic, you know, acoustic guitar or, or, you know, whistling thing or whatever, you know, that evokes the woods of Maine and is, you know, history, you know, then I, then I talk with you uh, and you're like, no, not, not at all. And it's like, oh, okay. So we're, we're going in a different direction and that's totally fine. And we start collaborating and you say what you want and you say, actually, I'm thinking of something totally different because I don't want to do the stereotypical thing. And, and that is cool. And that, that sort of, in a way that kind of energizes me because then I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. Uh, we don't have to do the same thing. You know, we don't have to do the obvious. We can do something completely different. Um, something that is, that is, uh, you know, exciting. And now, and so now it's like, okay, we've taken ourselves out of, out of whatever is obvious and, and we get to explore all these different things that maybe, uh, do not first pop into your mind when you're thinking of a history podcast dealing with Maine. And so, yeah, so then we got into kind of the, you know, the collaboration aspect of it all. And and you said, you gave me a couple of reference points and uh, uh, which were very helpful. And, and I ran with that. And then, and then we talked a bit more about the function of it and, and what the podcast was about and how this music was going to, um, you know, work logistically within the podcast and and from there i actually started taking my inspiration from kind of almost a almost like a news program if that makes sense uh Um, yes yes you know sort of with this kind of you know i knew there was going to be the 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 melodic theme but also you know there's each episode is going to have this sort of you know introduction and the setup that you know is going to have some music under it and in that case i you know i I wanted to have music that was not distracting, but supported what you were going to be saying. That was sort of maybe propulsive um, and had some energy to it, but again, you know, nothing overbearing. And so that's when you start thinking, okay, you know, what, what is, what is that? How do I get that into, into music? You know, how do I get that feeling into music? And that's, that's where the, then I'm now sitting at the keyboard and I'm, and I'm writing. That's, that's when the writing really starts to take shape. Okay. okay. That's kind of the process. If it, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of noodling in your head. There's a lot of thinking you're going to go one direction. And then we start talking, it turns, you know, into a different direction. Um, and this is all really before I've maybe necessarily even um, played a note. And, uh, and then, you know, we start talking more and, and, and finally, um, 
you know, it could be a couple of weeks before I've actually sat down and, and started writing um, notes on a page. Interesting. Now I'm wondering because I remember pretty quickly when I got whatever the first version of what you sent, I was like pretty excited and like bothering some friends with listening to it who, who were, I, I was with <laughs> at the time. Um, but did you have sort of alter, did, were there alternate versions that you wrote that you didn't share that were sort of other, other melodies that you had? I think there probably, probably were. So I, the way I kind of approached this particular project is I knew that there was basically going to be two, two sections, right? There's the, there's sort of the, the section that, that, um, sits under your introduction. And like I said, that's what I wanted to kind of be this sort of propulsive thing that keeps keeps it feeling like it's moving forward, but without being distracting. And then I knew there was gonna once, you know, typically like in a like in a news program, there's kind of the you, you know, you're done with the day's top stories and then and then the theme itself enters. And that's where the big melody I I really am a big fan of melody and I really try to make melodies that write melodies that people can remember and will sing back as you do um, and catch people's ear and stick with them. And so, you know, I, I'm sure as I came to that melody section, that big theme that there were probably a few that I, you know, wrote, I, I think I, I got to the, to the basic shape of the melody, um, which, you know, that, you know, that yeah. I think I got to that shape pretty quickly um and the rhythm of it um because i just uh, you know it, it yeah i do remember in that when i was writing this that that came to me pretty fast the maybe the specific notes here or there might have changed a little bit but i do remember that that specific melody came pretty quickly like if there were if there was another version it was not wildly different maybe there was a note or two different but you know, like all the big jumps that there are in the melody, um, mm -hmm. especially like the second part where it goes up to that really high, that really high note, like that, that maybe I went up to a slightly different note. And but but the jump, the shape of it was there um, from pretty early on. OK, yeah. And I, I love that um, ending that sort of da 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 Yes. Goes in. yes. That I feel like I ripped off. I totally ripped that off from like NBC News or something. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it worked. And I know that like my vibe inspiration that I shared with you, I was like, don't plagiarize. And you by no means did. But like there was the um, Pod Save America theme yeah. uh, that I shared that was like a, a political talk pod that like I haven't listened to them in a good while. But like I remember their theme was like, yeah, it was pretty vaguely. It sounds kind of serious, but also is kind of winking at you and like vaguely jaunty. Um, yep. so, and, and, uh, and so I use that as a reference point and some other things. And, and that's, I think that's when, when you pointed that out, that's kind of when my mind started to shift to this sort of news yeah. political, you know, even though this isn't a political show, but you no. know, um, we're news that, of the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the days top stories from, you know, 17, uh, 78. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great way to frame things. You have two widely beloved holiday spinoffs of your uh, of your th classic theme. There's the the Halloween one, and then the the Christmas one. And so, 
you, I mean, you, you did all of your work on, you know, it's all electronic. It's all on your computer and a keyboard. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it, it is. Yes. And so it's all digital. Right. So how much then tweaking did it require for you to, to make for the Halloween one to add in the sort of spookiness and the Halloweenitude? Um, yeah, the Halloweenitude, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, that is the, the, the benefit of, um, the modern process when it comes to composing, um, it is all sitting on hard drives and in computer programs. And, um, so it's fairly easy to, to pull up again, to open up that project. And, you know, back in the day, you may have to, re-record with whatever musicians you were actually uh you know using on the original track and um in this case there are no uh actual musicians playing this stuff so it's fairly easy to pull up pull up the original project and i i do start to go in and and think you know again in this case you know just getting into into the halloween mindset um with some hilarious references uh that i sort of use as as my own inspiration um and just think okay you know what what is halloweeny and so so when i when i specifically was doing this halloween theme i a a reference i used was the simpsons me too <laughs> we're, i mean we're, we're um, contemporaries yes yes the, yes. the halloween so, version of the simpsons theme song was literally what i was thinking of and i was like can you basically do that but for yes. <laughs> Right, exactly. Mind. And, you know, um, how, you know, I mean, you just know it's immediate when you, you know, growing up watching The Simpsons and yes. you hear, you know, around October, you know, that one, the Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, of course, the same, the same theme, but it's different. It's right. Halloweenified. Um, so I just, you know, I immediately start just going, okay, well, what can I do to keep, you know, the integrity of it all? Um, but you know, with slight tweaks, um, what, what is Halloween? And I just think, well, an organ is, you know, picture, picture, you know, like Dracula or, or, you know, whatever Phantom of the Opera, even though I don't think that's actually. And what's that other instrument people hear? So there's the organ and then like the Simpsons, it sounds kind of whistly and you have it too. Yeah. It's a theremin. Um, and it's, which is a very cool, um, very cool sort of uh electronic instrument um oh it's not a wind instrument i thought a no, no no it's not a wind instrument yeah yeah um oh. and i i it's it's very cool um and it's very halloweeny and uh and and i'm and like it's basically i mean it's super stereotypical but it also gets the point across very mm. quickly um and so you hear it and you know immediately i mean i don't know if that I don't know if the theremins at this point really show up in too much non-Halloween stuff. Mm. Um, and so it just immediately takes your mind there. And that's, that's what I was trying to do. And there's some other things. Like I, I think I actually took it and put it into uh minor, you know, I changed um, mm-hmm. it a little bit and put it into, to a minor key um, while keeping the same feel and the same thing, but it does change the melody a little bit. Um, the shape is still there again with the big jumps and whatever, but the notes are slightly different because say, instead of hitting this world, you know, instead of hitting an E, you might be hitting an E flat or whatever. Um, so 
yeah, so that that's kind of what I do. I go in and I I you know I'm not starting from scratch. I'm just pulling up the original, uh, the the original, and then just kind of tweaking it from there with my own. Uh, and that's where it's fun because you just get to play around. You just get to play around and see completely what works, what doesn't, and and in this case, kind of the more you know, the more sillier it was, the better. Yeah, it was. I love it. Um, I love it. I mean, if we would do a Halloween special, even if there wasn't a theme song, but clearly the use of the theme song is, is a real incentive to make sure that mainly history continues to do a Halloween special every year, at least one. And then uh, same with the, the Christmas special. I mean, I think that one was more straightforward, but I love the sort of cascading, you know, um, yep. bells and almost like choral element to it, to a certain degree uh yep. with with some and with the mandatory sleigh bells of course um then they're required i believe they are required for all uh holiday uh holiday it's true. tunes it's true it's true so i know we've we've discussed this um before privately but it's been a while and so hypo- artistically hypothetically if you were to get the opportunity to do a holiday or special theme off of any other time of year or theme uh <laughs> working with your core opus uh, what what would you choose like what theme would it be i know we've mentioned like nautical if there was like a whalers but is there another holiday or another vibe or direction you would like to take your classic theme and 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 do it up oh that's a good question a remix um, if you will a remix it would be uh, at one point we were we were I think we we're talking about a Valentine's Day, theme, oh, yeah. <laughs> which would be sort of <laughs> a Barry White, a sort of like yes, exactly some funky guitars in there, yeah, um, yeah, some smooth talking. Mm-hmm. Um, that would certainly be uh, both fun and funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. It would sort of it 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 would be an interesting challenge to kind of just go down the calendar and say, okay, you know, next is St. Patrick's Day. What could we what could mm-hmm. we do? And of course, you could get with each of these. You could go very stereotypical and like gotta go hornpipes, yeah. like yeah, you know, get in, yeah, get some bagpipes in there and and some you know some certain I don't know percussion instruments. Yep, and just see it's it it'd be interesting to see how kind of obvious you could go or how you know maybe is there something you could do that's not obvious um i mean would yeah, you want to do a guest recording with the chieftains and just like uh absolutely yes you know brian den hartog and the chieftains bringing you the theme <laughs> um yeah i don't that's a that is yeah i'd probably have to say those two would be pretty high on the list you know maybe maybe july 4th I don't know that that mm-hmm. you know you're I would say the theme probably lends itself pretty well yeah. to kind of uh yeah a somewhat patriotic um right July 4th thing um I mean maybe I think, you think, could like John Philip Sousify it somehow Exactly yep yep <laughs> it's I feel like it's sort of halfway there at least the it's at true. least the uh the the opening um the opening sort of riff Yeah I just a really obvious one occurred to me, and I don't know why we would have a justification for doing it. But if for some reason we did a live show from Australia, I think oh. you down under a the there you go. 
the mainly history theme would be fairly, I think it lends itself well, right? Like, I'm pretty sure you could do it. I'm thinking, I don't know why. Did you see the rescuers down under? Um, I did. Yes. The kids movie. Yeah. I thought that they're opening Australia fied version of their theme was really good. That's all I remember about that movie. And yes, I think that your theme would lend itself well to like didgeridoos and, and very, uh, you know, sounds of Australia. Yep. That would be, that would be fun. Kind of the, the, the theme around the world would be interesting. That's true. This is a good point. If there was ever an Olympics. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's nice to, to take a piece of music that you've written and then kind of see just, um, you know, revisit it, you know, later and, and see what else you can do with it, which is, which is something that you don't frequently get a chance to do in other mediums. You know, a lot of other, a lot of the other things I've written, um, you know, you kind of write it, you send it off and that's kind of it. You know, if it's, if it's a, like it's a film or a commercial or whatever, it's, it's, you write it and, and you hand it over and you're kind of done with it. You don't really get a chance to revisit it too often. So in this case, mm. it's pretty cool um, being able to, to revisit this and, um, you know, change it, improve it, whatever, um, to see how much fun you can have with it. I'm, I'm glad that you've been able to, to do that. And have you been able to manage all the attention from mainly fans stopping you on the street as the, Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it does get overwhelming at times, but mm -hmm. I've been, I've, I've been able to keep my, you know, head on my shoulders thus far. Yeah, that's good. People all being yeah. like, Oh, please sign my baby. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. Um, is this musical experience for you? Has it been an inspiration or led you towards any other project in the sense of like, maybe you were like, Oh, what I did with this vibe might work really well and then it inspired you to to craft a very you know a different piece for some other ad campaign or, or some other project um yeah i would say i mean you always sort of i haven't done i actually haven't done a ton of projects lately but mm -hmm. you always you know i always do sort of you know every project is you i feel like i learned something new whether it's I discovered a new, you know, so we're talking about everything is virtual and in a computer. So I, I discovered a new plugin, um, which is, you know, a fancy way of kind of saying like the, the virtual instruments. Um, I discovered a new sound. I discovered a new way to mix something. I discovered a new whatever. And so I always take, you know, whatever I learned over the previous projects and all they're almost always applied to whatever is coming next. So, you know, I, I obviously wouldn't want to take, you know, anything that is unique to mainly history and, and, you know, um, self plagiarize and put it into something else, partly because I feel like that's, you know, a little bit of a cheating on my part. And I don't want to dilute, I would never want to dilute mainly history by doing that. So um, any, any, the musical piece of what I would do on a future project would hopefully be original, but um, certainly lessons are learned each time, you know, I work on a project. Right. Well, it's certainly been, it's provided an important sensibility and artistic backbone to the show. Uh, and I know that the, the intro, especially the intro would not be nearly the same without the, the sort of musical uh, overlay 
that that you provided and and I think that the uh yeah you've been more than any other guest we've had on the show you've you know you've been a really important part of of kind of helping shape the sensibility and identity of this this humble history podcast and so uh for all not just me but uh mainly fans everywhere thank you for your uh, oh, for your noble yeah. service so Brian, I I look forward to future holiday iterations when we finally get our our Valentine uh, episodes together. Uh, got some things things ahead, but as always, it's uh it's a joy to be speaking with you about your your craft, and thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to uh, seeing where this theme can go next. 